so we're going to turn straight to Matthew in uh, chapter chapter 20. And uh, we're just going to read a story here. Um, this is the chapter when um, we hear the parable of uh, um, the husbandman that goes out to hire laborers for his, uh, for his vineyard and, and he goes at the start of the day and they agree to work for a, a dollar for the day and and then later on, uh, the husband you know, comes in with other people that are just sitting idle and he says, what are you doing? And he says, why don't you come and work for me? And, and uh, at the end of the day, he pays them all the same amount of money. And he says, the last shall be first and the first shall be last in God's kingdom. And then uh, the Lord talks about how he's going to go and die and uh, to sacrifice himself for mankind. And then we get to this story here. It's a bit out of kind of, just, it's just kind of, pushed into the scriptures here. In verse 20 it says, And then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children, with her sons worshipping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her, uh, What wilt thou? And she said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit, the one on my right hand and the other on the left, in thy kingdom. And she was really asking for her sons to sit in a place of privilege uh, to, uh, the, uh, to, to the Lord. And But Jesus answered and said, no, not what you ask. And says, are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of and to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? And they say unto him that we are, we are able. And um, you kind of think, how wonderful is the Lord's character? Because he knew exactly what he was talking about. But uh, they really had little idea of the detail of what he was talking about. Um, and then he says here, and he said unto them, ye shall drink indeed of my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with, but to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom is prepared of my Father. And in verse 25, But Jesus called unto them and said, He says, You know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they have a great exercise authority upon them. And so the, the Lord is saying, You live in a well where dog eats dog, and people terrorize over each other when authority is given to them. But he said in, in verse 26, but it, shall, um, but it shall not be so among you. He says, but whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. So the kingdom of God works completely different. It says, even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for men. And this is how the, the Lord answered Zebedee's mother, the son of Zebedee's mother, and said, I'm going to take your children to a place of privilege. But it's not a place of privilege in this world. It's a place of privilege because I, the son of God, will be a minister unto them. They are privileged because of their calling. And if, and they'll, um, so it's not about the privilege of being part of this world, but the privilege of being ministered to by the Son of God, ministered by the, by the Lord Himself. When we look at this, um, look at this uh, word "minister" in the Greek, it says to attend to, to wait upon, to teach, to administer, to serve. And so the, the Lord said they will be a privilege too, because I will serve them, I will administer to them, I, and I will teach them. I will wait upon them. You kind of think of like a butler waits upon, you know, whoever it is that he's serving. The Lord has come and said, where I come from, 
you know, this is what I'll do as a, as a place of privilege. And so it's, a, it's an overwhelming story, and it is our story, that the Son of God came to, uh, to be humiliated, to be falsely accused, to be misunderstood, to be scourged, to be made fun of, um, to be ridiculed, to be pierced, to be crucified, so he would put himself in a position where he could minister unto us, that he would be there to attend unto us, that he would be there to teach us and to lead us through. And it makes you want to think as to, you know, with our limited understanding, the, what, the great lengths the Lord went to because he knew that we would need someone to walk us through this life and to direct us through every step and to, to navigate the terrain through this life. Otherwise, we would never make it. And so how important it is the Lord, the Lord has come to minister unto us. Um, and the lengths and the devotion that the Lord went to um, so that he would be there through every circumstance in our life, through the confusion of life, through the temptation of life, um, I guess even through our, our ambitions and maybe, um, you know, uh, and every part of you know, even the weakness of our character, that the Lord would be there to minister unto us. And, and that is that wonderful transforming power. That wonderful transforming power that we do, we are not the same person as when we, before we had received the Holy Spirit, we are different. We have been, we have been transformed and we are being transformed. Why? Because the Lord's ministry, He, he places um, within us and how He ministers to our needs. And He's taken away this, you know, this heart of stone and He's given us a heart of flesh. A heart, of, a, a heart that is responsive to, um, you know, His teaching. And, uh, and he's placed this almost uh, a purposeless lump of clay on a potter's wheel, and he has begun to spin it and to shape it and to be a vessel of honour as he, as he ministers unto us. So now we just go to Matthew 11 and just look at this, this great invitation the Lord always gives us, that regardless of the circumstance that we're going through um, in our life, that the Lord is there to be a helper to us. This omnipresent Lord, always ever-present Lord, always in our life, every step and every thought, ready to, to minister unto us. So verse 28 says, Come unto me, in Matthew 11, Come unto me, all you that labour and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly and hard, and you shall find rest unto yourselves. It says, For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And so the Lord is saying, the biggest thing I get out of here, and, and this in verse 1 now says, take my yoke upon, uh, upon you and learn of me. Let me minister unto you. Let me teach you. Often the Lord in the parable says, come and learn the parable of. Come and learn this principle. This is a transforming principle. This is a principle that will you know, break the shackles. This is a principle that will expand your vision. This is a principle that will comfort you. Come and learn of me. It was only last week I was visiting someone that, um, uh, a sister and a brother, married couple, and uh, they're going through what seems to be maybe a, a bit of a long-term sickness. And um, and as we, we visited, it was apparent as soon as the door opened that she was exhausted. She was at the end of the tether. It was, it was really obvious. I've never seen her so pale and drawn out, and, and we've visited before. And uh, so we sat down, and 
we started to talk and, you know, and uh, we spoke about the treatment, about the results, about what could be, about what couldn't be, and, and it was just all heavy going. And uh, she was just exhausted. I don't know how, how, what other way to put it. She was just, you know, she had nothing left kind of in her at that stage. And as we, you know, we offered prayer, she was, she's a faithful sister, but she was just worn out. This, the situation had just like, and you know, taken its toll on her. And, and as I tried to minister unto her, it was, uh, it was getting tougher and tougher. And as she was explaining her story to me, um, you know, you become affected by, you have compassion on people's situations. And, uh, I found myself exhausted after kind of just, putting myself in her position and hearing um, how she's got to the end of her kind of tether. And I kind of got to a point where I really had nothing left to say. I had, I had no more to say. I was kind of, I was in, I was in the moment with her and uh, and I was just kind of, as she was talking to me and the tears started to roll uh, with the sister, um, I just kind of realised that, Lord, you've got to give me something to say. You've got to give me some words to say to her. I'm kind of like, you know, uh, we're both now with this kind of bit of a, a low point because I'm just feeling so sorry for the situation. And um, and the Lord kind of came up with this kind of thought in my head, you know, uh, and he, you know uh, the thought was, you know, the thought was, Lord, give me some words. And the Lord gave me something to say. And I thought, well, wow, Lord, you've, you've, ministered, you've ministered unto me. I've got something to say now to her. And it was a real desperate moment because... Um, I could just tell she was getting lower and lower and lower as she was going through all the struggles and the exhaustion. And uh, I just appealed to her and said, I said to the sister, um, um, how, does, how does the Lord minister unto you? How, you know, uh, you know, where in your kind of your walk with the Lord, what's the, what's the way that you find that the Lord ministers unto you? Is it, uh, you know, is it in prayer? She was on too exhausted to pray. You know, uh, is it reading the Bible? I, I've got, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I can barely lift my head to read the Bible. And, uh, and so eventually I said, you know, um, how about we just listen to the Bible? How about we just play some scriptures, you know, on the app, on the app, and we just listen to the scriptures. And at that kind of moment, you could just, you could see that, uh, that was something that she could, she could do. And as soon as she realized that, um, there was, and as soon as she realized that, this hope opened up in her whole face. And, uh, she realized that yeah, that's something I can do for the Lord to minister unto me, to at least take me from a very low point and begin to rebuild me and strengthen me um, because of where her natural body had kind of had taken her. And, uh, and I thought, what a great question. And, I, and it was, a, I think we both learned something at the same time as to I was desperate for something and she was desperate for something. And the Lord was able to minister to both of us at that time to have something to say. So I kind of, I didn't let on too much, but I learned just as much as her that night about, you know, being in a, in a tough situation and saying, Lord, we, you need to give me at least a, a beginning of something um, to start with. And uh, But you can just tell, as soon as that happened, her face just opened up and this hope began to, you know, to kind of be born in her again about, you know, really, you know listening to the scriptures and at least making a start um, from that from that moment on. And so, uh, so the Lord has always got a way to talk to us. The Lord, and, and as we are being ministered to the Lord, we're being spoken to by the Lord and being taught, taught of Him. And, um, in 2 Corinthians, we'll just turn to it. In chapter 9, I don't think, I don't think I've written it, but it is chapter 9, I think, 10. For the weapons of your warfare. 
And verse 4 says, For the weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. And in that moment, as she, I just kind of realised that as her face opened up, she started to confess that all of her life, she'd always been a fighter. She'd always been um, uh, the one that only took care of herself. Nobody ever took care of her in her life. Her, her natural instinct was to fight with her, in her own strength. And, and the Lord is teaching us this lesson that uh, if you fight in your own strength, if you don't allow the Lord to minister unto you, you will end up exhausted. And the best you can do is listen to scriptures for 10 minutes. And so it's a bit of a lesson for all of us as to um, it's not our fight. You know, the weapon of our warfare is, the, is God's ministry to us. That is our weapon, Christ within, you know, transforming us, teaching us, directing us. That is the weapon that lives within us, is this transforming power. And I guess it's kind of maybe good to mention that the Lord can minister unto us, not just in, in uh, tough times and through tribulation, but the Lord can minister to us in good times. You know, if we have incredible ambition. To uh, you know, to get more involved in the work of the Lord, to take on more responsibility, the Lord ministers unto us. He directs us. He, he gives us the kind of the he coaches us into what is our next step, how to go about it respectfully, how to go you know, how to go about it you know, and have all the have all the tools. And we can have other other ones you know, as we have thoughts of being involved, as we desire to be you know, to know the scriptures more. The Lord can minister unto us. He can give us the understanding. You know, through you know that type type of desire, if we desire to be effective in saving of souls, the Lord can make us wise. The Lord, the Lord ministers unto us and teaches us if that is what our desire is. And and of course, you know, uh, if through difficult situations the answer isn't clear, when there's when confusion kind of reigns a bit in our heart, in our minds at times, that what we should do, the Lord ministers unto us and He teaches us in those things there as well. So. Uh, the Lord is there to help us in every part of our life, to be a better mother, better father, better husband, better wife, better brother, encouraging brother, thoughtful sister. The Lord is saying, if that is your desire, I can minister unto you. I can give you the clarity and give you the understanding, give you the skill, give you the wisdom to, uh, to make all those things in your life uh, a reality, if that's what our desire is. And so it's a, it's a good question to all of us as to, it's a conscious thing to kind of take time away and some quiet time to say, when is the Lord ministering unto me in my life? When do I set time aside uh, for the Lord to have uh, a quiet time with me? To kind of to sit there and to contemplate um, our war, our future, um, you know, to be served of the Lord, to be waited upon by the Lord. To say to the Lord, who do I need to be in the next six months, in the next year, for my family? Lord, minister unto me to be the person that, you, that I need to be, to be that example, to be uh, an encouragement to the body, to, to, to build and be someone that builds uh, it up. And, and I'm just thinking that the Lord, in, the Lord out of everyone, you know, uh, He can speak to us in a way that not many people can talk to us. He can speak to us in a, in a way that's a lot more direct than anyone else can talk to us. Um, and he can get away with it because of his great love he has for us. And he can say some, he can really bring home some home truths that make us a better person and to make us uh, a better person to live with, a better person to be around, 
uh, you know, a greater encouragement to the, to the body and whole. And we will, we will receive from the Lord because we have absolutely no doubt that he is committed to our life. The one who died for us, the one who gave his life for us, the one whose blood was shed for us. He has come, he's made himself available that he would walk through this life with us and to, to minister unto us. So, uh, so as we pray to the Lord, he's ministering unto us. As we pray to the Lord, even though we are speaking, he is talking back to us. He is revealing to us the things that we need to know. And he is coaching us through as, as we attend meetings, you know, we, We've got to teach ourselves, and I guess we've got to, we teach, you know, you know, those that are you amongst us that the meeting is, um, is, is, is everything. You know, we, we love to go to a family kind of dinner and we, we enjoy our, whatever, some of us get to do it once a week or once a month or once a, so often when we, if the family lives away, but it's nice to be together. But there's nothing like, imagine that, you know, this is the family of God. The saints of God have gathered. And you can, you can imagine what the Lord prepares for them when the saints of God come together and sit together. And so it might be some clumsy guy at the front trying to preach to you, but it's actually the Lord ministering unto you. And that's the way we teach ourselves, and that's the way we teach our children. That the meaning is so important because this is the Lord's platform. This is the Lord's church. And this is, this is the work of the Lord. This is all to his glory that um, if we were left up to our own devices, this room would look very different. We'd probably be wrestling in here and breaking the place to pieces, but there's harmony, there's understanding, there's joy, there's peace, because this is the Lord's work. This is his ministry unto us. Um, and, and, of course, it goes on to the gifts, a time when the Lord will speak to his church. And so we, we continue to have to remind us, can we get away with not being here? Can we survive without the ministry of the Lord? The Lord who came and he, he, uh, he willingly came to the earth, took on the form of man, died a horrific death because he knew it was vital that he would need to come and live within us if we would have any chance of making it to the end. So we, we don't know better than the Lord. We trust the Lord and say, well, then Lord, I need to devote some time, but it's through my meetings and my quiet time for you to really go to work on me. And, and individually, we are working on ourselves with the Lord quietly. And, it, and it's, I guess it's not like a classroom, it's more like a cup of tea. The Lord deals with us very tenderly. Um, and so he, he coaches us through our life. And so as we sing to the Lord, as we sing choruses, we sing an incredible hymn, which I can't remember, but I was just thinking, wow, um, what is that hymn? What was the hymn that we sang? Love lifted me. When no one, no one else but Christ would help, love lifted me. And I was just kind of thinking as I read, as I uh, sung that, I went back to Wednesday night, sitting on that sofa, just thinking, no one else but Christ would help. And that's and that's all I was thinking about as I was talking to this sister. I was thinking, this is out of my league. This is a job for the Lord. And so, uh, and that's what my question was to her: How does the Lord minister unto you? Because the Lord needs to talk to you about this. I've got limited authority, you know, in, in, in this life. But the Lord has unlimited, you know, authority. You know, his dominion is forever. And so as we sing, we, the Lord ministers to us. As we serve, as we spend quiet time with him in contemplation, he, he talks to us he, and, he, and he coaches us through the next part of our life. And I've written here as well to teach our children the same thing. 
that the children come and sit, you know, and to listen. Because this is the Lord's church. This is privilege that we would be taught by the King of the universe, you know, uh, the one that gave everything for us. That we, that he may be everything, that we may be everything he wants us to be. And that's our, and that's our prayer. That we may have confidence in every decision that we make because the Lord is working with us on a, on a daily basis. That we may be ready for anything that lies ahead of us. Because the Lord is already preparing us. As we pray to him, he brings things onto our mind and, you know, and whatever we read and whatever, the, whatever's being spoken at the front here, is the Lord actually preparing us, that we're all working on uh, ourselves individually for the collective good of the church. Um, that we may be, that we may have answers even before the question is asked. That we may have the wisdom already imparted unto us through the scriptures, through the parables, through our experience. That we may be comforted regardless of situation. And maybe, maybe just to finish off here, that we may be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks the reason of the hope that lies within us. That's been fully prepared. Minister to our Lord. Amen. Amen.